Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good morning. It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! It's a therapy session, folks. Let me hear it. Let it all out. All day. Right here. 95.7 95.7 The Game. Welcome in. This is the pregame show. I am your host, Joe Spadoni. And for the next, oh, how many hours we got? 13, including this one. Plus best of with Grandy at night. So what? That's 14 hours? 14, if I'm doing my math right? 14 hours of unfiltered. Oh, we have to filter some of it. because FCC. Unfiltered therapy session as the Golden State Warriors... Their season is no more. They fall to the Los Angeles Lakers 122-101, Game 6 in L.A. Pretty much, you knew after that first quarter, the team that wanted it more. The team that was more buttoned up. The team that looked like an actual team. And that was the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's frustrating, and it's maddening, and it's disappointing, and it's all those things. And I want to hear from you. At 888-957-9570, Comcast Business Text Line, all day long, right here. We are taking your calls, your texts, your comments. Hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. All of that. We are here for you, Dub Nation. Call in, voice your frustrations, all of that. The number is open. And boy, do I take every single call I can get here at 5 a.m. We are also on Twitch and YouTube. We are streaming live. Just search 95.7 The Game in that search bar. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. You can hit me up on the chat. Stunna and Filmo, Pandy Zandy, El Guero. We should have won that series. That was BS. What was BS about not winning that series for the Golden State Warriors? Because to me, it looked like the Lakers were just the better team. And I'm not saying they had the better individual collection of talent. That wasn't it. The Lakers looked more cohesive. They looked like they were having fun. The young players for the Lakers, they stepped up. For the Warriors, that wasn't the case. Listen, we can sit here all we want and talk about Steph, LeBron, AD, who was the best best player in the series, uh, all that sort of stuff. No, no, no. It came down to a Lonnie Walker game and an Austin Reeves game in Game 6 
Clay not stepping up, not looking good. My God, we'll get to Clay Thompson. We'll get to Jordan Poole. But it came down to those guys, as it usually does in the playoff time. Who's going to step up? Well, in Game 4 was Lonnie Walker. And in Game 6, it was Austin Reeves. And that guy named LeBron James as well. You needed other guys on the Warriors to step up throughout the series. And they just didn't. You kept waiting for Jordan Poole to break out. Other than Game 1 in a loss, that was it. Clay Thompson. 3 of 19 in Game 6, 2 of 12 from beyond the arc. A team worse, minus 33 in the plus-minus category at 8 points. And we'll get to him, and it is an MVP Monday. So who is your MVP of the sports weekend? It's an easy one. It's all the moms out there, all the mother figures, all the moms that are here or have passed on. We love you. We appreciate you. I hope you all had a beautiful, beautiful Mother's Day. All the mamas out there listening, appreciate you listening. Let me know if you had a nice Mother's Day, 888-957-9570. And we could do LVPs, too, since, you know what, it's just kind of taking it by storm. Your least valuable person of the sports weekend. There's a couple nominees there. We can go Harden. We can go Embiid. We can go off the court, not even games played by this guy. John Morant, what are you doing? Ugh. IG Live flashing a gun, getting suspended from all Grizzlies activities. We'll see if there's going to be an NBA suspension, but ugh. Just, just dumb. That's all I have to say. Just dumb. What are you doing, Jaw? So we'll get into that a little later. But today, it's all about you, the callers, the texters, the YouTubers. It's all about you. 888-957-9570. What happened? What happened this year? What was the most disappointing aspect of this season? And we could talk about how it started off in the beginning. And it was just kind of an ominous tone. When your star player, one of them, punches your potential future star player. I'm talking about one-punch man, Draymond Green to Jordan Poole. That kind of set the tone for the season, did it not? Did you really think you are going to win a title after that? It kind of felt like, oh God. Unless this is the Steve Kerr, Michael Jordan situation, we're in big trouble. It was not. Jordan Poole's confidence seemed to be waning in and out of the starting lineup when Steph was hurt. He never got good footing. And halfway through the year, we were hearing his name involved in trade rumors. Ah, what can we get for Jordan Poole? And that was pretty much the writing on the wall there. So what's going to happen with his future? Again, we'll have all the future stuff, all of that happening all week, all offseason. We'll have all of that coverage because we are still the home of Golden State Warriors basketball. Even though it ended, the storylines keep on coming. See all of you chiming in on YouTube chat. You guys are already on fire. MVP, JB, Vin, Win, Nguyen. I hope I'm pronouncing either one of those correctly. Morali, good morning. Appreciate you, Robbie Batista. Why is he here? It's not a Lakers show. No, but you lost to the Lakers. You lost to them. And we have to talk about it. Why did they lose to the Lakers? If they're not a quote-unquote better team than you. Well, a few reasons. It's a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup. They got size. They got length. The athleticism, no, I would give that to the dubs. But you factor in those two things, and you factor in LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and it's a recipe for disaster. And whatever it is, with Stephen Curry, down in Los Angeles, the shooting numbers just don't equate. When he goes to, well, the arena formerly known as Staples Center, Crypto.com, and plays the Lakers. Numbers are pretty good against the Clippers, but for whatever reason, the lighting, the banners, I don't know, what have you. 
Steph just has not shot well there in the past. And you thought, well, Clay does. Clay's been tremendous. And you know what? We've been waiting for a game six Clay. He's due. He's due. He's due. Well, I think we can finally put that to rest. And what do you do with Clay Thompson now? Because it sounds like, and we're going to hear from Steve Kerr, we're going to hear from Draymond, we're going to hear from Clay, and we're going to hear from Steph. It sounds like they still believe in this core moving forward. Do you? 888-957-9570. Do you still believe in that core three winning you a championship? Let me know. 888-957-9570. Robbie Batista. Why are you wearing a Lakers jersey? Are you on YouTube, Robbie, or are you just making up stuff? I'm wearing this beautiful pink Miami Vice type shirt. No, I'm not rooting for the Heat. But I'm just, you know, being civil this morning on the pregame show because that's the kind of guy I am. You guys were following me along throughout the series. Robbie sounding salty this morning. It's okay. You will be okay. The Warriors will be okay. It's disappointing. It's frustrating. But that's why we are here to talk about it all. Head coach Steve Kerr, he congratulates the Lakers on their win. First of all, I want to congratulate the Lakers. They played a hell of a series. It's a great, great team. I want to congratulate Darvin and his staff. I thought they coached a, a brilliant series. Darvin has done an amazing job this year. You know, in his rookie year as a coach, he's pretty much seen it all. And you know, you can see his poise and just his his nature on the sidelines. How important that's been for their team, given everything that that they've been through to get to this point. And so, congrats to again to to Darvin and the staff and, and their team. Of course, LeBron and um, AD are um, just brilliant players. Uh, they controlled the series. Uh, you know, I thought we had our chances. To me, the series came down to games one and four, and the Lakers outplayed us in the key stretches of those games you know down down the stretch and that's that's really the difference but the better team won so congrats to them and, and good luck to them moving forward just want to also say how proud i am of our guys it's been a long and difficult season in many ways but our guys hung in there and to be here to have a chance you know in the in the conference semis when for much of the season we were kind of adrift uh, it, it shows the character of our group and how they stuck together and, and i want to really salute Wiggs for being there for our guys tonight. He's in a ton of pain and he did everything possible to be available and did everything he could to, to make an impact. And it's been a, a difficult season for Wiggs in a lot of ways, but he's always there for us and uh, that's why we love him and and uh, and need him. But uh, our guys hung in there and, and we had a shot and we just couldn't quite do it, but the better team won. As I said, couldn't be more proud of, of our group. Head coach Steve Kerr reflecting initially his thoughts after that loss. 415 on the Comcast Business text line. Darvin proved he is no longer Darvin Scam. That was the nickname I dubbed him early on this season when they were struggling. And you know what? Proved me wrong. He absolutely proved me wrong. Hell of a coaching series from him. The Lonnie Walker game. Listen, obviously 95% of that was Lonnie Walker because that's just him. He's the player. Coaches coach, players play, so they get all the glory and praise. But Darvin Hand trusting his guys. And honestly, Steve Kerr on the opposite end, not trusting some of them, may have cost them this series. Sure. But the players also have to meet him halfway with that. I know we're going to hear a lot about Jonathan Kaminga today. Why didn't he even just give him a sniff in that game? Try guarding LeBron. Wiggins was obviously compromised. Fractured rib. All of that. We get that. 
But you got to meet him halfway there. And whatever its attitude, what have you, Steve Kerr was not having it. He was not putting Jonathan Kaminga in that game. He showed that this entire series. DNP after DNP. So it's frustrating. It's upsetting. You would have liked to see Steve Kerr early on this season play more of these young guys. Moses Moody. That's the, that's one of the main takeaways I take out of this these whole playoff runs, right? Moses Moody. You can play on my team any day. Shows up ready to work. He's crafty. He's good on defense. Makes the right plays. Smart. Guy's 20 years old. Future is bright for Moses Moody. I would like to see him play more in the regular season next year, and I'm sure he will, but I think you would have liked to see that more early in the year, him being more established in this rotation, because he's shown in the playoffs, when the lights are the brightest, he's going to shine. I'm not saying he's a superstar or anything, but he's playing meaningful minutes in a playoff series in Los Angeles against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That guy could play on my team any day of the week. 510 on the Comcast Business Text Line. Again, 888-957-9570. We're taking all your calls, your texts, your YouTube messages. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube at 95.7 The Game. Search there. For the 510, the Lakers did a better job at load management and weren't gassed. You know, it's interesting because I still think the Warriors were the younger team when it came to just some of their more significant players contributing, like a Wiggins. Wiggins is only, what, 28, 29, 27? He's pretty young in comparison to some of these guys on this team. Mid-30s, Steph Clay, Dre, all those guys. Lakers, they're two old guys, sure. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But everyone else on the team is pretty damn young. But what the Lakers did do well when it comes to those two guys, AD and LeBron, the rest of them in Game 2, they're like, okay, we got our game. We're good. And then games three and four, they went all out. And they got to rest in the fourth quarter in one of those games. They got to rest. That's huge. Even a quarter, quarter alone for these guys is huge. Then you've thought after game five, when Steph and AD checked that, AD and LeBron had to play a lot in that fourth quarter, exert more energy, like, okay. Maybe we can get them on the ropes. Maybe in game six, if we get a hot start, then, you know what, we can start building off this and force a game seven on Mother's Day. They couldn't. They looked lethargic. Lakers looked on fire. And after all that in the first quarter, it was still only a five-point game. It was still only a five-point game. So you're feeling like, oh, man, we just got the Lakers' best punch. Excuse me. Just fired up this morning. We got their best punch this morning. We got their best punch, and now we're going to move forward now into the second quarter, and we can win this thing? Well, they just couldn't push through. Dante DiVincenzo, he showed up. You know who else showed up? Steph Curry, 32. But 11 of 28, when everyone else is going 3 of 19, 2 of 8, 6 of 12, DiVincenzo, that was nice. But when Jordan Poole's going 3 of 10, it just... It wasn't meant to be that night. Not when Austin Reeves is going off. That guy, he's hitting 23, he's hitting half-court shots. That felt like a backbreaker. It really did. Robbins and SF. Oh, I got the Robin in San Francisco to join me on the pregame show at 514 in the morning. This is an honor. Robin in San Francisco, how are you doing this morning? I am 
I just just put this on one to grind, and I'm really tired. I won't spell out my schedule for you. So I said, I'm going to support a show and get my call in because I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock. Um, I just wanted to say this. Look, you know, people, they are. They're going to blame and come down pools road. Um, they're going to come down courage road for not playing Kaminga who all he wants to do is dunk, okay? Let's just face it, okay? Uh, as if he was going to do anything against LeBron James. LeBron James would have smoked him, okay? Um, but here's the real problem. One of the problems. You can't have a bitch, the bitch, their bitch, outplay our superstars. Not with the exception of Curry, who didn't shoot well, but his floor game was good. They outplayed they outplayed uh, Clay, they outplayed Wiggins at times, and they outplayed Dre, who runs off in his mouth so damn much. I cannot stand him, okay? But they, and he was inconsistent. The bitch, their bitch outplayed our superstars. But our fan base will get on the air and will blame Pooh and then will kind of dog Clay and then blame Clark for Kaminga. You know what? Minutes are not given. They are earned, okay? And who does Kaminga think he is demanding that he needs to guarantee he's going to play? You go somewhere else. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If they are committed to the core that we have now, and I'm not saying I'm against it or for it, but they're going to have to figure out the pieces around that core because that is the main reason why we did not win. That bitch consists of Pookie in them. They got to get better, what is it, 6 through 10, 5 through 10, and I don't think we necessarily need a big man. We, we can have athletic long wings, which are hard to get, so we don't necessarily need a big man like everyone is looking at Joel and B. And the protector. We just need, we need lift, and you can get that with wings. That's all I have to say. Stop blaming. The superstars got outplayed by the Lakers, bitch. That's sorry. Bye. Thank you, Robin in San Francisco. On fire as always, 517 in the morning. Would expect no less from Robin and SF. 888-957-9570 is the number. If you would like to chime in, we are taking all your calls and texts today. Again, Los Angeles Lakers 122, Golden State Warriors 101, Game 6 goes to the Lakers, and thus the series into Robin and San Francisco's point there. She was basically saying, listen, it came down to the bench. The court, you know what? We can crush Clay, we can crush Dre, all that sort of stuff, Steph. But it was the Lakers bench, Lonnie Walker. You kidding me? And it was their others. I mean, just not even limit to the bench. The others, as Shaq's like to say. Anyone outside of AD and LeBron, they need to go off. And they had that in every game. Whether it was Schroeder and Russell combining. Whether it was Reeves. Whether it was Lonnie Walker. All of these guys. Whether it was Hachimura. All of these guys contributed for that team. And that is why I say the better team overall won. Not the better collection of individual talent. I still think that goes to the Golden State Warriors. If we're doing a GM draft... Yeah, I'm taking Wiggins still over all those guys I just listed. Probably still taking Clay. Probably still taking Draymond. Steph, all these guys. Until I get to D'Angelo Russell or Dennis Schroeder or Austin Reyes or anything like that. So yes, the individual talent for the Golden State Warriors still probably was better. But they didn't play like a team. How could you? 
They couldn't get cohesive at all this season. Whether it was Steph getting hurt, Wiggins missing, Draymond Green, all of that, earning his trust back with the team, Clay going through those early season struggles. They just could not get it together. And you felt like, man, if they can just get in, oh, seven game series, that was grueling against the Kings, but you know what? If we just get through the, like, well, you heard it there. Seven games against the Sacramento Kings who haven't been in the playoffs in damn near 20 years, it feels like. Seven games. They took a pound of flesh and it ended up costing the Warriors the series against the Lakers. Why? Because they lost game one. Lakers ended their series in six games against the Memphis Grizzlies, had some time to rest, and took their pound of flesh in game one. Like, that's it. We're good for game two. You guys can win that. We did our job. We trust that we will hold home court. And that's exactly what they did. Lakers have not lost at home in these play-ins slash play-offs. 5-0 so far. It's going to be interesting to see what happens against Denver next round. I don't know. Can't really put a handicap on that series. Denver, obviously the favorites. The back-to-back MVP, and probably should have been three-time MVP, if we're being honest. We're just going by how this playoffs have looked. I mean, it's Joker over Embiid, right? Right? It's not even close. But... Joker's not crying about that, unlike some that cried to the media about not winning an MVP the last couple seasons <coughs> out in Philadelphia. 888-957-9570. Ivan in Oakland. I hope it's Yvonne or Ivan. Ivan, you're in Oakland, 95.7 The Game. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I agree with your first caller as far uh, as the bench. And I have a particular theory about that. I think that Kerr was looking for anybody to step up because Clay is clearly now after the injuries. I mean, I just don't, I think Clay is what he is right now. And when you're in a championship team and you're in Kaminga and Jordan Poole situation, when you get your opportunities, you've got to seize it. Okay, you've got to perform. It's a difference playing from a scrub team that's like, uh, what you call it, went to, Wiseman went to, Okay, Pistons. yeah, you can play it much. I mean, there's nothing at stake for them. But the Warriors is different. I mean, they win championships here. So when you get in there, you got to perform. And when you don't, the bench gets short. Kirk comes from the Bulls. All teams do that. When it comes time to play up, the bench gets short. If you can't perform, you can't be out there. Everything's on the line now. It's not the regular season. So Kaminga has no right to demand, okay, uh, playing time. Pool comes before him. The pool messed up. He has, you have to wait your turn. And when you don't perform, you sit. I mean, the pouting on the bench, I have a basketball team, and the same thing happened to me. You wait You wait your turn. You're not a veteran. It's not your turn yet. But when you get in there and you don't perform, you're going to sit. Hey, Ivan, can I ask you, so can I ask you a question, hey, Ivan? Not, not, not to cut you off. What do you think the Warriors can do this offseason to retool this team? What are you looking for with this team? What am I look, who I'm looking for from this team is, what, first of all, the attitude has to change. Everything starts with the attitude. Next, if you're going to keep that core, you got. I mean, if you're going to keep Kaminga, I guess you're going and, and, and Poole, you're going to have to have a talk with him. Hey, I need you guys to step up. If you can't do that, then you got to find somebody else who can. But Kaminga, unfortunately, may have talked himself off the team. You can't make that demand that you make unless you have some kind of leverage. He doesn't have any leverage, so he's got to go. And so they're just going to have to find, not necessarily big man. I'm, I'm, I'm with the first caller on this. You've got to find maybe somewhat 6'8", 6'9", athletic big man. Like I said, they're hard to find. 
Okay. Okay, but the but the cap is going to kind of mess all that up. If I'm not I'm not understanding that cap situation quite yet, but I'm still to figure that out. I mean, everybody's going to lose players, but that's also opportunity. Okay. Totally. Thank you, Ivan. That's Ivan in Oakland talking about what he wants to see moving forward with the Golden State Warriors. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Listen, if you're sticking with this core, which I obviously they've earned that right. They they still think this is a championship. Core, Steph, Dre, and Clay. It's really hard to sell me on that after I saw Clay Thompson's performance in these playoffs. It's just, I'm going to be honest, it's really hard to sell me on that. Draymond, sure. Steph, okay. But Clay in that starting lineup? I mean, maybe it was just some bad series. But he's, he's getting older, two major surgeries, two major injuries. The lights were very bright for Clay. He talked about how important, and I, and I feel really bad for the guy. I do. I do. I'm sympathetic to this stuff. You know, we can be hard in sports. We can be crushing guys, 3 of 19, 2 of 12. Clay Thompson is a four-time champion for this organization, for this team. He's a Hall of Famer. He's going to maybe get a statue outside of Chase Center. Who knows? Splash Bros. We get all that. He talked about how important this series was to him, how he's always dreamed of playing at Staples, against the Lakers, in the playoffs. His dad played for the team, played for the Showtime Lakers. His dad still calls games on the radio side for that team. His family lives all down there. He grew up. Kobe was his favorite player. He went to all these games. He knows all these guys. And for him to have that performance and that game, when he has been called Game 6 Clay his whole career, God, that it's just it's hard to watch. It was hard to watch. It was hard to stomach. And you felt bad for the guy. Here's Clay talking about on playing the road games in L.A. and playing in front of his family. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It was awesome playing for my dad and calling the game. I obviously wish I would have shot the ball much more efficiently. Probably had the worst shooting series I had in a long time. At the end of the day, though, I'm still on contract with the Dubs, and I'm going to use it for fuel to be better come next postseason. And it just sucks, you know, when you give it your all and sometimes it doesn't go the way you want. It's the hardest part of being a pro athlete. Real quick, we got uh, Daquan in Oakland wants to chime in on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Daquan? You're on the pregame show. 
Hey, good morning, Joe. How you doing? How you doing? Good, man. Appreciate you chiming in. Hey, so I just wanted to call and tell you, you know, um, first of all, I do, you know, as a man, want to congratulate the Lakers. I'm a Dubs fan. I'm a diehard Dubs fan. It just wasn't our year. This whole year, the whole controversy, how we were playing, it just, and then we played scared in that Lakers series. We, we barely won the Sacramento series. So, you know, I'm grateful to just make it through the second round. I feel like we need to get some new players. I definitely think we need to get rid of Poole. Um, Poole has just, you know, kind of been the controversy to this team. Draymond, I would say let's get rid of him, but he's just star core. He has to stay. Um, but we do, we do need to go get a big man for Poole, and we do need to kind of get rid of Kaminga. I feel like we should keep Moody and just build on that. Got you. That's Daquan over in Oakland, 888-957-9570. We're going to continue to take your calls and texts right here on 95.7 The Game. The pregame show is live and local on the Odyssey app. Download that bad boy, favorite 95.7 The Game, as well as YouTube and Twitch. Search 95.7 The Game. Like, subscribe there. 888-957-9570. Warriors 101, Lakers 122. The Warriors season is over. And what's next? For the team, what are we going to do about that core? What's Bob Myers going to do? Steve Kerr, all of that. We're going to discuss that all day right here on 95.7 The Game, your home for Golden State Warriors basketball. Don't go anywhere, folks. Come on back, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back to the pregame show with Joe Spadoni on 95.7 The Game. Warriors season is over. And everybody does hurt indeed. Hope you all had a lovely Mother's Day yesterday. All the moms out there just joining in, just listening now. Appreciate all of you. Mother figures, mothers that have passed on. Any mother out there. Appreciate you. But today... It's just, oh, there you go. It happens. It happens. Even to the Golden State Warriors. Four titles. Is this the end of the dynasty? Is this the end of the core? Draymond Green kind of singing a different tone after the game. Not so much more complacent and reflective, but more, you know, Marcus Thompson II used the word defiant in his athletic article talking about this team. Not dwelling on their failures, not reflecting on the past, but no. No, we know we could win another one. Can they, with this core? I still think they can, but changes have to be made. That's a fact, after what we saw this season. Jordan Poole, whether it's him, Jonathan Kaminga, I don't know. But some things have to change for this organization. And what are those changes? Let me know on Twitch. Let me know on YouTube. Let me know on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe, or 888-957-9570. Here's Draymond Green after the game talking about the disappointment from that loss. Definitely disappointed. And I think, you know, 
just don't know how to feel. It's been a long time since we finished in May. So just trying to process the feelings and, you know, move forward. But, you know, anytime you don't win a championship, it's a disappointment. Uh, for for us, you know, a franchise who prides ourselves on trying to hang banners, you know. But at the end of the day, they were the better team uh, this series, and you got to give them their credit. Uh, they did the things that it took to win this series. So tip your hat to them, but it's definitely disappointing to finish. Be done now. More from Draymond on how there were several things that went wrong in this series. I think there were several things that went wrong uh, throughout the course of this season and also just things that you can't prepare for. Like, you know, it's hard to prepare for the things that happened in the beginning of the season and then bounce back from that, but we did. You know, it's hard to prepare for all the injuries that we dealt with throughout the season for, you know, missing wigs, uh, for the time that we missed wigs and, you know, all the things that's going on. And saying that, there's no excuses. Um, happens throughout every season. And, you know, if you win a championship, it's a battle cry and it's like, yeah, man, we went through that. We went through this and we got through it. If you lose, you don't go back and blame all of those things and say, oh, man, this is the reason we lost. No, every season is made up of events. Some are great, some are not. Some are great, some are not. A not great moment, Draymond was probably punching your teammate in the face to start the season. Kind of set the tone for the whole thing if we're just going to keep it a buck, as the kids like to say. That just set a tone right off the start where it's like, ah, maybe this is going to be the same fun, hunky-dory season as last year. It wasn't. We knew going into this postseason it was going to be the toughest test for the Warriors throughout probably their entire run here. I mean, look at the Kings. They were a young upstart team. They were hungry. They were fiery. Darren Fox is a baller. Sabonis, eh. Kind of learned about him throughout that postseason series. Then against the Lakers, you got LeBron, you got AD. That was going to be tough. And if you beat them, you got a well-rested Denver Nuggets, Jokic, Murray in that altitude. It was going to be tough either way. It was going to be so tough to win this. And then you got Miami Heat or Boston Celtics. It was just frustrating if you're a fan. You hear Steve Kerr talking about after the game. We'll hear from him talking about, hey, we didn't deserve to win a championship this year. We were not a championship-level team. Steph Curry. Did you think you were a championship caliber team this season? I mean, we lost, so it's like a hard truth at the end of the journey. It's not anything you allow yourself to. No, no competitor believes that until you're proven that you're not a championship team. And that's what you know. Getting beaten in the playoff series means basketball is over for this year. So, felt it in the fourth quarter with about seven minutes left. Um, you know. Just really never heard that from us before in terms of trying to make sense of you know losing a series like we did unless uh, you know it's been in a final. So got to accept it, move on, and you know try to be better next year. It is weird finally to say that you weren't a championship caliber team for Steph, Dre, and Clay because all they've known under Steve Kerr, if they lost, you just heard Steph. It's because they lost in the finals, so they were a championship caliber team. When they're used to losing under Steve Kerr. It's the first time prior to the finals that they've lost a series under Steve Kerr. That's just wild. All these streaks snapped. Steve Kerr winning all those, at least one road game in every single series in the Western Conference. That streak is snapped. So many different ones. Like It's just unbelievable what this Warriors team has been able to accomplish. And it's not over. It's not but a chapter is being turned in this franchise. Clay, not the same player anymore. Dre, Steph, played their asses off. Another year older, 
What's going to happen with this team and with this squad? Here's Steve Kerr elaborating on this team not being a championship squad. How many road games did we win? 11. You go 11 and 30 on the road during the regular season. That's not what championship teams do. So it felt like all season we were desperately trying to recapture you know, what we had last year. And we did a pretty damn good job of finding something here over the last month. I think we won our last five or six regular season games to come back from 2-0 against a, a hell of a uh, Sacramento team and to give this Laker team the fight that we did be in this competition we came close to recapturing what we had but we didn't we didn't quite get there so in my mind it, we didn't feel like a championship team all year but we had the guts and the fortitude to still believe and we made pretty good push we just couldn't get there they made a pretty good push not listen i i know steve feels that way they're not a championship caliber squad I felt pretty damn good about the team's chances going to Denver still and winning that series had they gone through the Lakers. Lakers, I just don't think, were a good matchup for the Golden State Warriors. Whether it's Steph shooting down in L.A., whether it was the regular season, whether it's the size, whether it's LeBron AD, that squad, that team, historically just has never been a good matchup for the Golden State Warriors. In their playoff history, the Warriors have one series win. What is it? The Lakers are now 7-1 and all-time against them. They just have their number, and it sucks. Because this is the theme now for the Bay against L.A. the last three years, right? It's a theme. Niners, Rams, NFC Championship game. How'd that go? Dodgers, Giants, opening round, divisional series. How'd that go? And now, Lakers, Warriors, in the Western Conference semis, Lakers are moving on. 888-957-9570. I see a lot from the Comcast Business text line. I see a lot from YouTube chat. A lot of blame going around for individual players. It was a team-wide loss. It was an organizational failure this season. And yes, I use the word failure because they were champions and they were looking to repeat. We went into this season thinking that they would be even better than last year. Jonathan Kaminga, maybe he's going to get some run. Moses Moody. Jordan Poole's going to take another step forward. Well, that didn't happen. Moody, I thought, was a great revelation. If we're looking for silver linings, Moody played his ass off in these playoffs. He was tremendous. Didn't waver at all going up and down to Santa Cruz this whole season. Didn't waver. He stayed ready. And I think a lot of teammates of Moses can learn a lot from what he went through this season. And not just teammates, people that are watching. Always be ready. Lonnie Walker the fourth, another example. He was in the starting lineup early in the season, got benched, didn't get play a lot of playing time, and what happened? They called upon him in the most important game of the season. Game four. And he showed out. In the fourth quarter, he looked like Kobe Bryant. Wasn't missing. His misses even were halfway down. So you gotta stay ready. Moses, he could play on my team any day of the week. 888-957-9570. We have the cross over next where Joe Shasky of the Morning Roast joins me. Anxious to get his thoughts again. Lakers 122, Golden State Warriors 101. Golden State Warriors are out for the first time in the Steve Kerr era prior to the finals. What needs to be done? Is the core still a championship core? Is Bob Myers going to stay? All these questions will be answered throughout the this entire offseason. Again, all day right here on 95.7 The Game, we're taking your calls and texts as it pertains to Golden State Warriors playoff 
coverage. It has now come to an end, and we will be dissecting it all right here on 95.7 The Game. Don't go anywhere, folks. The Cross Jover next. Come on back. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. We're taking all your calls and texts still at 888-957-9570. Warriors season is done. Lakers are moving on. And what's next for Golden State? As Joe Shasky of the Morning Roast, Shasky at 548, butchered that one. Shout out to Butcher Boy. Joining me now for the crossover, as he does each and every Monday through Friday at 545. And Joe... You're down in Arizona. That looked that looked fun. Was it toasty down there? It was oh, hot here over the weekend too. I saw eighties in, in Oakland. Yeah, it was it was toasty. Of course, it was hot when I was gone. But uh, <laughs> I went down that. there and it was I would say I don't know hundred degrees by about ten o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! But and it's a dry heat. They say. Here's right? my favorite too. Well, you have the fans on so much at night that your throat starts to hurt in the morning. Does, if that makes any sense, it drives I, I'm you not out. A, no, no, it makes sense. It I'm not you a out. hot weather dude, so I don't know about you know keeping my AC on. But yep. uh, no, I had a great time. I went and saw uh, the Nuggets Suns Thursday night, Friday night. Obviously, watched the Warriors game, mm. and then went to Giants Diamondbacks. And uh, yeah, you know Diamondbacks. Well, they got a fun team. But did, uh, baseball, I, let's push that down the road. Uh, let's get into this Warrior season. Off season talk is going to obviously dominate everything that happens, and I get all that. I want to marinate in this last year. So many things went wrong, which is crazy. Like the fact they even got. I'm not doing like get a ribbon and moral victory radio. No. I'm just being realistic. They probably overachieved. Like you can make an argument. Okay, Warfare's like, be realistic. You can make an argument. They played their best three or four games against the Sacramento Kings yes. all year. And you can collectively. Still, and I'm you saying. can say that. And that's still disappointing. I agree. No, because I agree. It's a, and it's a failure well, of the season. Well, they had higher aspirations. Yeah, exactly. That, that I will acknowledge, yes, right? It, yes. But, like, you know, the Andrew Wiggins thing, <laughs> it's just filled with landmines trying to even discuss it, right? That's number one. Yeah. Then, obviously, he gets hurt, right? But he missed 45 games. Steph Curry missed a chunk of time. You know, Clay Thompson played really well at stretches, and then in other stretches didn't. Like, I know everybody is is looking to absolutely bury Clay Thompson and I don't I'm not willing to do that. Like I have a bunch of the game logs. He had a lot of great games and carried this team for months on end. Yes. Uh Jordan Poole all over the place, right? We we can all just agree with that. I, I I feel at times he's too easy to to criticize, but there's other times where I'm like, no, something really did happen this year to him. Like I, in terms of his play on the court being completely erratic and inconsistent, and then his defense affecting his offense and vice versa. Um, the the role players not knowing what their role is because of some of the absences being thrust into bigger roles and then getting zapped backwards. Um, Draymond Green being great one game. Eh, the next, good, the next after that, great again. And then, eh, like, it, there's just so much. Steve Kerr, I don't think, had the greatest of Steve Kerr years. 
Like, there's a lot that's wrong. You know, Anthony Lamb playing 61 games this year and 20 minutes a game, and Moses Moody can't get on the court all year, and then in the playoffs he's a trusted agent? I know. It felt felt like this series, didn't it, Joe? Like it was a microcosm of the entire season. The road goes. Couldn't win win on the road. Couldn't do that. And it was a place where Curry struggled his whole career. Inconsistent second scorer. Inconsistent. Didn't have a bench to trust. Like, Steve Kerr, who did he trust? Finally, oh, you finally you trust Moses Moody's too late, Steve. Well, forget you alienated moves. Jonathan Kaminga, a guy you needed probably in this series. And listen, this is going to be a, t- a huge topic today, Joe, because I've every single caller's already talked about it. Every single one, like I act like I have yeah. fifty, had three of them, which is big for the pregame show. Yeah, yeah, I heard, but the texters, all that sort of stuff. It's Jonathan Kaminga and his comments after the game. Like, listen, well, it was bad. It was bad. It's not a good look for a young guy. I understand that, but I could also understand his frustrations being a part of this team and. Felt feeling like he was part of the team, and then Andrew Wiggins came back, and it kind of threw everything and into flux. And GP two, and yeah. it threw everything into flux. Right? It was yeah. just like, what the hell, man? Like I thought I was building confidence. I thought I was playing well, but now I can't play. Well, so like I understand that aspect of it, but you can't say what you said after the game, where it's like I need guaranteed minutes or I'm leaving. You're in no position to well, do that anything. I that's agree the with. thing, buddy. Yeah, that I so agree like with. that's going to be a huge topic. The also, young guys, Jordan Poole, like say what you want. The young guys were supposed to take a next step forward this year, and I don't think any of them, maybe Moody, these last couple series, did that. Well, and also the old guys took a little step back. Yes, and I think Steph Curry's still vintage Steph Curry, but like you know, Clay had awesome moments this year. But we can all now see like positional versatility on the defensive end. It part of the beauty, and this is the thing that's really struggled that I think a lot of you know casual observers don't understand. Yes, Clay's a shooter. But when he was vintage Clay Thompson, which he's no longer, which is fine, he could still be a very productive NBA player. But when he was, what made it such a beautiful marriage between him and Steph Curry was the ability for Clay Thompson to erase the number one perimeter offensive player on the other team. So you could play a backcourt of a guy who's not the greatest defensively in Steph Curry, who can get hunted at times, and you'd have a two way player that balanced the floor. What happened this year is that they realized that they couldn't play Clay out on the perimeter, which is fine. But then you're forced to play a non-shooter as a defensive lockdown guy. And then I think that made it very stagnant offensively and erratic. And so to balance the floor, to me, like we could talk about bigs and this and that. To me, to balance the floor, and I don't even know if this is available, but like, I'm just hypothetically, a Jalen Brown type, someone who could be a, a solid number two when, I, when it comes to positional versatility. Like, he's a, he's a shooting guard who can lock down ones and twos and play some threes and can give you offense, a balanced player. Now, that guy's on the move. That's what they say, but I don't know now that they've won. Like, I, who knows what ends up happening? That's that feels like a pipe dream. But those are the kind of players that you need to put on on the floor. We can talk about bigs and this. Like, really, bigs? Draymond did a great job on bigs. Like, yeah. Draymond's a small ball five. That's the other thing. If Draymond wants an extension. Dre, you're the small ball five. Yes. And, so I, like, and I still like, are. I like Looney, too. In the minutes I that he was playing, I, I thought Looney was doing great this year. And, like, I was listening to, uh, it was Warriors this week with JD and Whitey this past weekend. There's a caller that called, and he's like, you know, I'm looking at Kavon. You know, can he just start uh, shooting a little more and being a more offensive threat? I was like, they don't need him to do that's that. Just, that's that's just not who he's going to do. Although they did say his, like, his mixtape in high school, he looked like a baby KD, which is hilarious, and I went back and looked. Kevon Looney, don't sleep on him in high school. But prior to that like hip injury, guy, guy looked like exactly Lamar Odom. I know. My, my guy, but, don't, don't be sleeping on him. But also, yeah. to your point about Clay, the Lakers, you saw what Darvin Ham was able to do. Jared Vanderbilt was a starter all year since that trade deadline, yes. right? Yes. He was a starter, 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 until he realized... We need scoring against this team. 
He's going to go on the bench, play a couple minutes, not even. We're going to put in Schroeder. And you know what? That changed everything for them. That changed in game six. You saw that they're like, we need to score. We need up tempo, up tempo. And, and Schroeder, say what you will about him. He's a troll. He's a gnat. Whatever. He got under the skin well, of that team. So let, let's. I agree with you. You were talking. I was listening to you driving in. Like the role players for the Lakers. Each night, it felt like a different one or two guys gave them something, and it felt like the Warriors didn't have that consistency off their role players. But I think that that also takes a lot of pressure off of Draymond and Clay Thompson because, to me, um, you know, and and to a, to a lesser degree, because Steph's amazing, and they were using him with the usage rate and everything, and he was worn down. But like Steph wasn't his normal efficient self. He just was. He was a little. He was a tick off shooting. Like his three point shooting in the series was as bad. Just the three point shooting. I thought his the rest of his floor game was incredible. Yes. But he got hunted on on defense, where I think it took his legs away from him at times, and his shot just wasn't the same, especially in the final three or four games. But like AD and LeBron James. LeBron more in the last game than the rest of the series. Yeah. AD was the best player in the series. Yes. And, and and I can't remember the last time I said that in a Steph Curry series. Or a Steph or LeBron series. And it I don't the... think that that's an indictment on, on Steph. I think no. that like that's how great Anthony Davis played in this series. Listen, you have to tip your cap to him. This is a guy that he was, was, awesome. he was crushed his entire like last few years. Like, listen, Glass Man, Mr. Glass, uh, Street Clothes AD, all that sort of stuff. Tip your cap. He was tremendous. He was great. He After... had 11 rebounds in the first quarter of that game. Finished with Friday. 20. He was he was 17, 20, two blocks, two steals, three assists. He did everything. LeBron was a master class. And you saw early in that game, he was going straight at Wiggins. And Wiggins just didn't have anything. Yes. If Clay's not giving you anything, who's gonna stop him? I well, saw but you know, and here's the thing on Clay. Like I like everyone's like Clay's shooting too much. Like and I look, you everyone knows that I, I've like crushed Clay earlier this year. Today's not the day to just to bag on Clay Thompson. He's a champion. He's an all time warrior. You know, I felt yeah, bad. bad. I felt game, bad, bad for him. I felt bad for him. No, Joe. I did too. I did. But here's here's the other like, yes, he had a bad game and he had a bad series. I'll acknowledge those. Who the hell else on this team was shooting in that game? Like, I'm being real, and I'm not even trying to cape up for. I'm the last guy who's trying to cape up for Clay Thompson. I'm asking sincerely. Dante DiVincenzo was who your was second best. Milk yeah. carton for a month. He was the second best player. He saw. He's like, I need a bag, so let me just do this I, real quick. I, and came so, six. So, like, that's where I go back to. Like, and again, I'm not trying to crush Clay Thompson, but I will say out loud, they need a consistent, reliable second guy. Like, that's what they need. And Wiggins and Clay and Poole were kind of taking turns on who that guy was. Maybe it works in a different year when there's better chemistry and there's better role players around. Maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you do need a clear pecking order. Well, that, that, I don't know. That brings me to my next question to you, Joe, and that's this. Is this still a championship trio? Is this a championship core as you see it right but now? Because he, I think the Warriors still believe it is from just yeah. reading the tea leaves yeah. or the quotes after it. I know. They I still read believe, every article. They still, Marcus Thompson II, yeah, Anthony Slater, Tim Kawakami, they all did a great job for The Athletic. It was awesome, awesome coverage. It still feels like they believe in this core. Do you believe that this core can still win a title? That's a. I mean, that's such a loaded question. Because the, 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 here's the problem. Like, if you're keeping the core and at certain price tags, it reduces the amount of options you have to make the roster around them better. Like, I'm listening to Joel Embiid complain about how it's five-on-five five basketball. And on some level, he is right. He is right. Like, Anthony Davis and LeBron were very, very, very good in that final game. 80 throughout the entire series. But, like, you could make the argument, D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves and Schroeder, uh, and, like, you can go right down the list. They had contributions from other guys. Who contributed 
for the Warriors. They got a little bit from DiVincenzo in Game 6, which wasn't enough. Who else? Jordan Poole in Game 1 in a loss. Okay, Jordan, yeah, he scored 21 yeah. in Game 1, 29 the rest of the series. Just can't, it's not going to get and it done. I, and here's the thing. Like, Gary Payton the second in one game. Jermichael Green in one game. But again, those all feel like it happened in a, in like a game in which the Lakers didn't care about. So it was just, well, I know, I know, it's I, different. I, I, but if, if we're doing this in hindsight, Lakers punted in game two. So I'm look, saying that one's... The better team won. The better team won. And that's won. the hard part for a lot of people to swallow. And I've been saying that, Joe. The better team won. The better team... And I'm not saying the better individual collection of talent, because I still think the Warriors, if we're doing a yes. GM draft, I'm taking Wiggins over most of these guys. I'm probably still taking Draymond over most of these guys. Hell, I'm probably still taking Clay over most of those guys but, but, on the but Lakers. But, Joey, here's the but, problem. But, but those collection of others for the Lakers... Yes. They just played better. But, but they also know their role. Yes. And so, like, as we talk about front office, of, like, I believe in team chemistry. Now, now do I think it's the end-all, be-all? No. You, you can hate your teammate and still find a way to continue to win. Like, I, that I, you know, and winning makes the environment better. There was clearly something off this year. Yeah. Right? There was. The second thing is, from game to game, week to week, because of availability, because of team chemistry issues, because of guys underperforming, because that's another big part about young guys and the vets. I had no idea what anyone's role was. DiVincenzo for two months was like a Suedo starter. Uh, Jordan Poole was, when Curry was out, he averaged 26 points a game as a starter. Okay, But when he goes to the bench, he's just a different player. It's weird. We're asking him to do different things. Clay Thompson carried this team offensively for multiple months. And then when, when Steph comes back, his role changes. Wiggins out for 45 games. Uh, obviously, Kaminga rises to the occasion. The second that guy comes back, coupled with GP2 being healthy, Kaminga's nowhere to be found. Like, all of these roles were changing too dramatically for this team to overcome. That's Joe Shasky. He's coming up next. Morning Roast, Bonte Hill. These guys are fired up all day right here on 95.7 The Game. We have your Warriors offseason talk. We have your recap talk. We have your Game 6 talk loss. All right here on 95.7 The Game. 888-957-9570. Start lining them up. Morning Roast next right here, 95.7 The Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.